A couple of the other single cops and I remained well after midnight, getting progressively drunker as we trolled for wahines. At least that's what I told myself I was doing. I had a reputation in the department as a love em and leave em type, because I never seemed to settle down with a girl. It was trendy to pass such problems off as fear of commitment, and Oconee regularly got on my case about growing up and accepting my responsibilities. But I knew the problem was much deeper than that. By 2 a.m., the cops who were still there had paired off with wahines. Except for me. I wasn't interested in a wahine, and I was tired of lying to myself that I was. I hadn't really been in danger that day. But I could have been. And every time I sidestepped trouble, I wondered, what if today had been my day? Was I ready to die? Had I lived my life the way I wanted to? I was more than a little drunk, and horny too, and generally disgusted with myself. On the job, I was pretty fearless. I trusted my instincts, my weapons, and my backup. I went out and did what I had to do. In my personal life, it was a lot harder. I dropped some money on the table for my beers, waved goodnight and walked out into the cool, velvety darkness. It had turned breezy, and clouds scudded across the canvas of the sky. I saw the crescent moon reflected in the darkened window of a shop that sold thousand-dollar Hawaiian shirts to Japanese tourists. Unconsciously, I found myself heading for the Rod and Reel Club. It was only a few blocks away, almost on my way home. There had been a couple incidents of gay bashing outside the club in recent weeks, and I tried to tell myself I was just being a good neighborhood cop, checking out the scene and protecting the population. Right. From the outside, I could hear the thump of a bass line, and when the door opened and a couple of guys spilled out, their arms around each other, I heard the blast of rock and roll. I stood around outside for a couple of minutes, debating whether I should go in or not, and then said to myself, Shit, Kimo, don't be such a wimp. And walked inside. The Rod and Reel Club was decorated like one of those old fishing lodges. Wooden paneling and stuffed yellowfin tuna and amberjack on the walls. It had a very masculine feel, but on the walls where you'd expect to see pictures of guys with their fish, there were photos of guys in drag, guys kissing, guys dancing on tables and colored jockstraps. My heart was pounding worse than it had that evening out behind the zoo. I walked up to the bar and ordered another beer, then found a piece of wall I could lean up against. The bar was partly enclosed and partly open air. From where I stood under the roof, I could look out onto the patio and see long strands of white lights hanging from the high trees. There was a big screen TV in the corner playing the videos that went with the music on the loudspeakers. At that moment, they were playing Bob Seger's old-time rock and roll, probably just so they could show Tom Cruise dancing in his underpants. I didn't know what I was doing there. I was too scared of AIDS and of facing the truth about myself to pick anybody up. Maybe it was some kind of practice run for actually having a life, forcing myself to look in the mirror often enough so that someday I'd be able to look without hating myself. I had known I was attracted to guys since I was about 12 or 13. But except for some experimentation, I had managed to ignore it. I'd created a personality for myself as a stud, forcing myself to go out night after night, dating and bedding women, hoping the next one would be the one who could change me. 
One of the last women I dated was a Wisconsin high school phys ed teacher in her mid-twenties, on spring break with a couple of her friends. There wasn't an ounce of fat on her. And she was very athletic in bed, too. It scared me how much I was attracted to her biceps and strong calves. I found myself fantasizing she was a man and we had the best sex I'd ever had with a woman. It scared the hell out of me. As my eyes got accustomed to the darkness, I started checking out the other guys. The bar was halfway between the dance floor and the patio. About a dozen guys were dancing to the pounding beat, and there were another dozen or so clustered around the bar. There were a few mixed couples, and a few groups of guys seated in plastic chairs out on the patio. I took my longboard logger and made a slow circuit of the bar and patio area.